Welcome back to another episode of the Aim For You Ladies podcast, where we focus on self-acceptance, our mindset, and living our best life. I'm your host, Sophia Tuckett. Ladies, today is a fun episode. I have Judy Machado joining me from Goddess Tempo Cacao. She is the owner and CEO of Goddess Tempo Cacao. She is going to explore the difference between cocoa and cacao, as well as the benefits of drinking ceremonial cacao to increase our consciousness and self-awareness and our intuition. It's a juicy topic and it's probably something you haven't even thought of before. I know I hadn't until I met Judy. Either way, I intend you find value in this episode. Let's dive into it. So welcome onto the show, Judy, I want to know a little bit about how you got started with Coco and what inspires you so deeply with it. Mm, such a beautiful question. And thank you so much for inviting me on your beautiful podcast to speak to your beautiful community. Thank you so much. This is what is the most beautiful thing in the world is how we can all connect and how we can all share each other's stories and inspire one another. So I'm so grateful to be here. Um, my story with cacao started about, oh, several years ago, uh, when my brother-in-law went to Peru to experience a plant medicine journey called ayahuasca in Peru with the Shipibo tribe. And so I didn't know anything about any of this stuff. And I was like, what are you talking about? Plant medicine, Peru jungles, what's going to happen? Are you sure you're okay? This sounds a little bit crazy. What's going on? And he, um, he was, you know, experiencing some major, major, um, he's, he was in a time in his life where he was ready to surrender and let go of some of the suffering that was happening in his life, but he just couldn't figure out why he couldn't let go. So for example, he had a lot of, um, anxiety, um, social anxiety. That was, that was his big, um, struggle, uh, even making eye contact with people. And so it was a big, big problem for him and his whole life. And he had kids and he was trying, just really trying to work on this. Couldn't figure out, you know, couldn't figure out anything in his life when he was a kid that, you know, could have possibly turned into this because he had a beautiful childhood. So he ended up, some friends were going to Peru, to the jungles of Peru with the Shipibo tribe. And he had no idea what this plant medicine was either, but knew that it had, it had to do with healing. And it had to do with these beautiful indigenous families who have been for thousands of years drinking this medicine, connecting to their heart. And so he just trusted his heart. And there he went on this trip with his friends. And he came back about 20 days later, it was 14 days in the jungle, a completely different, uh, still a beautiful soul. He's always been a beautiful person. I'd like to describe it as if you were to, you know, say that this person is an expression of love in the human form, this was him. He was an expression of love. He was just pure, unconditional love. And I remember looking at him thinking, what happened to you? Like, this is crazy. And he told me all these stories about sitting with the, with that medicine. And of course I became very interested to learn about plant medicines in general. Uh, but to fast forward a little bit, he told me a little bit about uh, cacao and how 
cacao trees were planted all over this land and, and, um, and that they were so sacred and that the indigenous as well would bring honoring and sacredness to drinking the cacao. And um, in that honoring and sacredness, they would communicate with this higher consciousness and spirit that was here to help them open up their hearts, just like any of the other plant medicines. And so when he told me that, not only was I suddenly, you know, I'm been on this journey of just trying to be aware that there's so much we don't know that we don't know yet, right? There's so much we don't know. And our first reaction is, that's ridiculous, or that's crazy. How come I don't know that? That's stupid. Mustn't be true. Um, you know, that's, that's a lot of us are sort of, that's a lot of programming too, right? Societal programming. If you don't see it on the news, then it's not true, you know, that stuff like that. And yeah. so- I've just been in this beautiful place of really being open and, and he's been um, my heart. I was noticing my heart was so curious to know more about cacao specifically, all of the plant medicines, but there was something about cacao and I've never been, you know, one of these sort of chocolate addicts. Um, I've always loved chocolate uh, and cacao is the main ingredient to make chocolate. Um, but there was something about it. And I like to describe it as almost like a remembering, a deep remembering of either a past life or some kind of remembering of the sacredness of this medicine, because I truly believe, and there are many people in this world who believe that these medicines, these plants, there are certain plants that are medicinal and others that are teacher plants. And these teacher plants are called plant medicines, and they're here to take us into an altered state of love, an altered state of consciousness, depends on the plant medicine. Cacao is not a psychedelic, so it doesn't take you into, you know, um, these, these grand visions or, or um, these, these psychedelic journeys. Cacao is very gentle. However, it does alter your state. It brings you into more of a state of higher love, more of the higher states of consciousness in love so that we can open up our hearts because cacao is here to open up our heart and to help us to remember when we go back home into the heart, where we connect to the cosmic realm and beings that we are, we remember that we've come here to school, to earth school, to experience ourselves, to forget who we are. We agree to forget who we are in coming here to earth school, to experience ourselves and experience the joy of remembering. And most of that joy is in the heart, remembering the heart, because we're so conditioned to stay up here in the head. So in the heart, the love, the forgiveness, the remembering, the loving of ourselves, the forgiving of ourselves, the loving of others, forgiving of others, and just this journey to take us into a place of remembering why is all this stuff happening in the world? Why is the good, the bad, the evil? Why are these things happening to me? I'm a good person understanding that these plant medicines help us to take us out into the remembering of what's actually happening, this cosmic shift in the world and the planet so that we can remember and feel at peace um, and safe amongst what looks like major chaos around us. So that's, that's sort of how my journey started uh, with these beautiful plant medicines and with cacao. <laughs> Jeez. Um, it's remarkable. <laughs> it really is. And because you had someone firsthand, like your brother-in-law, being able to like literally pick, peel it back, really understand his journey while there. That's amazing. Um, explain a little bit about the opening, you know, spirit of the heart opening. What truly does that mean? Yeah. So 
what's happened is we are these, if you can, if you can imagine or believe that we are these cosmic, beautiful beings who, um, who, who really wish to experience more of ourselves and to experience more of ourselves and more of our light. Sometimes we have to see darkness and we have to see ourselves in the darkness to experience our light. You know, we look at, you know, the stars in the sky, we couldn't see the stars unless there was darkness. So this, this world called earth is a world of duality where there is extreme opposites of everything. Um, the neutral part is, is the part that is the most beautiful, like water is sort of neutral. And then we can have boiling water, which can, you know, hurt us, uh, or can be beautiful to feed us. And we can have freezing water, which can also hurt us, or can be beautiful for ice cubes or whatever it is. So we live in this world where everything is duality. And um, what's happened with uh, this beautiful, these medicines is we agree to come here to forgetting who we really are so that we can experience ourselves remembering and these medicines help us to bring us back into the heart because that's where we're cosmically connected and that's the remembering the brain is really here for us um mostly to memorize to learn to, to to learn things so that we can we can take action the brain doesn't like anything or or anything new that we share especially some sort of a habit it doesn't norm. It doesn't necessarily like it. It wants us to stay in our own safe space. So that's why when you try a new thing, uh, and Dr. Joe Dispenza is beautiful with this. He talks a lot about habits and how about ninety-eight percent of what we think and do and say is a repeat. It's a conditioning. It's a programming. So we might, you know, drive to to work the same way, and we sort of check out, and we're unconscious, kind of a little bit driving, and sort of in, in, you know, just, just sort of in this uh, land of, of daydreaming, let's say. So we go into these habits. And so our heart, which is interesting, we're never really conditioned to go into our hearts, right? Think of school. There's not really a lot of programs or teachings around the heart. It's all around the brain and, and, and history, you know, learning history versus getting into the heart and feeling how do we feel in all moments. And so these medicines are here to take us out of our mind and into the heart and not necessarily take us entirely, but bridge the two so that we can go back and forth and not think that one is bad and what's one's better than the other. Cause they're both beautiful and equally as important. It's just that through society, we haven't really um, spent a lot of time or even honored people who are, who live in their heart or speak from the heart. Right. Um, think of in business, don't speak from the heart, you know, don't use even the word love or heart. You have to be professional and you have to speak from your brain. And so, but it's the heart where we connect with one another. It's the heart where we remember the cosmic beings that we are. It's the heart where we remember that we are the creators of our reality. And it is already scientifically proven over and over again. And of course, it takes us to, well, why don't they teach us that in school? And that's a whole other you know, programming that's happening. But once we are aware of this, and this is what I get so excited about, these medicines will bring into your awareness They'll bring you into your heart. So you literally feel the awareness in your heart. You feel when you drink the cacao, you start to feel a little bit of heat around your heart um, and you start to feel so much compassion and love. So you're just sitting there and some people even experience euphoria because there are many different benefits in the cacao, the natural raw raw cacao without being processed to make chocolate in its raw form has many different um, 
natural benefits, natural benefits, which help us with our, with, with our mood. So anandamide is called the bliss chemical. Only a few products, a handful of products in the world have this bliss chemical in it. Makes us feel like we're infatuated. You know, when you first fall in love and you're just like, you'll do anything for that person. You're so excited. That yeah. feeling it brings within us. Um, dopamine. Dopamine is a feel-good feeling as well. So there's all of these serotonin. All of this is in the natural cacao. And so not only is it um, important that we, we remember this and know this, because so many people are on um, pharmaceuticals, antidepressants, to, to, to hope to try and get more of those feelings, get more of that natural dopamine and serotonin, when this beautiful medicine is everything we need to bring us into a place of love and happiness every day. And so the cacao brings us into the heart, literally opens your heart, meaning that the feeling, you start to feel happier, more um, compassion. And then these medicines start to sprinkle into your awareness something that is a block in your life or a story or a belief that is limiting you from expanding and creating a new reality. Because when we have beliefs, those situations show up in front of us to affirm the belief and that becomes our reality. So our eyes are simply projectors of what's going on inside of us. And so wouldn't it be logical to go inside of us to nurture and love inside of us when most of us think we have to go outside of us and ask for advice and do everything outside of us when it's inside of us, the heart that is going to help us to experience this, this joy, this love, and this remembering that we are this cosmic love, that we're here, that many of us are taking things far too seriously, that we're here meant to have fun and enjoy life. And, um, and so the heart, it's heart opening. This, the cacao is specifically, many of the plant medicines are heart opening. Some of the plant medicines like ayahuasca um, a very strong, much stronger plant medicine, the one that my brother-in-law was in Peru, usually done in the jungles or at least with shamans in a circle um, because it's several hours of visions and um, it's a deep, 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 deep journey into some of the first, um, first moments where we created a certain story in our life that created the pattern. So a lot of those stories and those moments we've suppressed because they were moments of hurt and we therefore created a story. Um, and so the ayahuasca generally takes us into those moments. So the moment where the thing happened, where we created a story, but we see it from the perspective of love. We see it from the perspective of everything and the learning so that we can release that story. So that, that's the difference between some of the, the more psychedelic plant medicines versus um, cacao. Cacao is very gentle. It's something you drink in the morning and you can go drive a car, you can go to work. I love to, I love to drink it with my little um, ceremony that I do in the morning. I just honor it, I love it. I invite it into my awareness. Um, and we can even do a little blessing together at the end of this, of this beautiful podcast, if you wish. Uh, I so like that. Together, I have my cacao with me so that everyone can experience how beautiful it is, how simple it is and how you can do this in your own home, because these medicines help us to, to, to look at the challenges that are happening in our life and to either choose to have a story behind the challenge and to stay in suffering or to remember who we are, that at some 
point it's in some form of remembering that there are co-creations co that we've chosen as these perfect cosmic beings to come here to experience challenges to experience what i call evolution the opposite evolution is spelt e-v-o-l which is love spelt backwards and if you think about yourself and many people in your life most of us don't really have enormous breakthroughs in our life until we are like literally brought to our knees until there's something that happens in our life that changes everything that 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 allows us to surrender the the logic well i would normally do this this is my story we are so almost broken in the moment that we take on a new story and we can take on a new story. And so this is why I believe evolution, why the word love is spelled backwards in evolution and why we are here to either choose to have this thing happen to us, these things that happen to us um, and say, well, I'm gonna have a story around it and I'm going to continue my suffering and it's going to sit in my, in my body physically because the issues are in our tissues and they can create yeah. disease. Or I can choose to be love, to see it from love and to see that I am love, that everyone is love and that we are here all co-creating experiences so that we can see ourselves as love in those experiences and then decide to just take different action in that, um, in that experience. You've said so much there, <laughs> like so much, <laughs> but a couple things stick out for me because you were talking about, you know, the happiness and um, just coming to that space of choosing love or a new story. When you're drinking the cacao, do you feel that you need to be intentional with it? Like, I'll give you an example. I have co like cocoa from, you know, Costco and yeah. it's organic and it's just like a bag. You know what I mean? It's not a big deal. Yes. So do you feel that anyone tuning in needs to be very intentional when they're making it, kind of speak to it, or can they just be open, calm and relax and still have that same um, experience? Yeah. So it's very interesting because it's there, there's the I love how you brought up sort of what to buy first. What is it? Is it, is yeah. it one thing or is it not one thing? And um, so these plant medicines, um, cacao specifically, sometimes gets confused with cocoa. Um, and cocoa is typically um, cacao that's been processed, um, heated, processed, and then they typically add um, milks or sugars or any other ingredient to to cocoa. So cacao is the raw fruit. Cacao is actually um, grown in a pod within a seed. And before you do anything to it, that's called cacao. And then cocoa okay. is sort of the processing of it. You know, we have hot cocoa. Exactly. Right. We have hot cocoa. Um, we might be buying cacao, but we might be calling it cocoa. But really, if it's unprocessed, it is cacao. So cacao and, and, and you know, for some people, really doesn't matter, cacao, cocoa. Um, I bring it up only because the cacao in its unprocessed form is the raw medicine. It's the plant medicine. Okay. It's because that's where the medicine exists and the, uh, and, and the um, sacredness exists. Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, you can't eat chocolate and that's not, you know, the sacredness is gone. Of course you can. Why is chocolate the number one 
world's favorite food? Why do we feel love when we love, we love chocolate? So can you imagine, that's process. Can you imagine in its raw form with bringing sacred intention? And this is the thing with these plants. These plants want you to bring sacred intention because not only, it's not like, oh, you know, I'm better than you. I'm a plant, bring me sacred intention. It's because it is your mirror. It will okay. mirror to you that you it are will. the sacred intention, right? But right, right now we don't know that. We, we have to learn things in layers, right? We're like, oh, big, you know, consciousness. Oh my God, beautiful. I'm, wow, okay, let me sit with this. And what am I going to do? And I'm going to bring honoring and sacredness. And eventually when you do this over and over and over again, you literally have the cacao mirror to you your sacredness, your honoring, you can step into it from a place of pure, unconditional love versus, oh, who am I to now think that I'm, you know, this queen or this goddess or whatever it is, because it doesn't come from that, that place doesn't exist. Right. Anymore. It's that not from an love. egotistical space. Yeah. It's more like, no, this is really what it is. Accept it, embrace it. Yes. And okay. be it. And that's what these medicines do. They help us. So you, so a, purchasing what's called ceremonial cacao. And that's different. That comes typically from, um, first of all, it's one of the heirloom cacao seeds. So there are three types of seeds that were the original cacao seeds. And the story goes, if I can share this beautiful story, I love to share this. Um, it literally came through me uh, during one of my um, cacao, personal cacao ceremonies, drinking the cacao. And that is that um, in uh, not so far away, reality and realm and dimension live the gods and the goddesses and in their observing all of the other realities realms and dimensions they looked at earth planet earth and they looked at each other and said it's time it's time for us to help our human family to awaken to remember the shift is happening and we, it's time for us to go and bring to them some of our food, some of our seedlings, which they came and brought into our jungles. They planted in our jungles, mostly in South America. And there were three original seeds that were planted at that time. And since then, there's been lots of hybrids that have been created, which is beautiful as well. Um, but because it is a sacred plant medicine, it's very important that it's the original seeds and that everybody along the process remembers and honors that it's a plant medicine so that it's almost like it's been blessed um loved nurtured all along the way and that's what's called ceremonial cacao um and so you can buy it in either some health food stores or certain places probably not sold in a lot of the, the bigger supermarkets um but definitely the health food stores are online you can find the ceremonial cacao which has a different energy to it at some point as we start to expand, as we start to remember more and more of who we are, we can bring that sacred energy to it. And, but everything comes in layers. Everything comes in layers and remembering and in remembering who we are so that we can become, you know, so that we can really feel confident and completely authentic in this beautiful queen and goddess and nurturing of uh, this, 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 this reality is this not even an archetype of who we truly are, this cosmic being. And so um, I think I answered your question with the cacao, how to buy the, the cacao is ceremonial cacao and how to bring, yes, intention. Absolutely. The intention is very, very, very important because okay. it's sacredness. We, these, these are master plant medicines. This is what 
the more and more I drink, and it's been years, and even now, getting even deeper with these medicines, understanding how truly sacred these are. These are spirits, enormous, beautiful consciousness spirits of love who've decided to come and manifest themselves in our reality as plants, that when we take, when we speak to them and bring the honoring and the love, and it sounds crazy because we don't learn any of this. We're taught that's crazy, right? We're taught, are you crazy? That's crazy. You take pharmacy, pharmaceutical medicines and that's it. And we're not taught any of this stuff. And this is what these medicines are here to open up our hearts to say, okay, what we think we know on this planet is this much of what we really are. And so in order to expand in consciousness, expand in love, we don't have to go around and just change our opinion and, you know, but we can be open one day when we have these strong opinions about things, even strong beliefs, you know, something may have happened to you that you're very hurt. And my belief is this person hurt me and I'm angry and I will never forgive this person. That's my belief. Imagine stating that belief so you can honor your belief, but also saying, but I am open one day. I am open one day with these higher spirits, these higher consciousness, not the lower realms of consciousness that are fear, guilt, shame, control, but the higher realms of love, remembering who we are. We're cosmic beings. We're here to remember that, to love each other. I'm open to changing that belief one day when these new perspectives show up for me from these higher realms because we have free will if we don't ask we don't receive but if we ask we receive we know that that's biblical that's been around for thousands of years even before the bible that's a principle that's very much it's a universal law there are beautiful spirits or god or whatever you want to believe in that is waiting for us to ask and for what I found was I didn't know how to ask before cacao. I felt like I didn't have any intuition whatsoever. I felt like I was kind of lost, just kind of had these ideas. And I was doing all this stuff. Um, you know, I had a great idea. I would work on, but I didn't feel like it was really coming through me. Like it was an angelic sort of, yes, this is it. Versus now with cacao, I started to speak to the medicine. I started to say, I don't, you know, the one thing with me is I feel like I'm not intuitive. Can you help me with the story? Is it a story? Am I not intuitive? Is it possible that I'm intuitive? I'm open to being intuitive one day if you can help me to show me that I am intuitive. Just, you know, who knows? Just say whatever's coming to your heart. Because when we ask, we receive. We receive messages and, and we receive this knowing from within, which is different from an idea. An idea is, oh my God, I have this amazing idea. This is so great. Okay, so I'm going to do this, 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 and this to make that happen. A knowing is, wow, I am now this. And you don't have to figure out how you're going to do it because you just are that. And that exactly. yeah. can come from the universe, from God, from whatever you believe in. It comes because it's, we're all, if we can imagine we're these beautiful spirit spirits that are all cosmic and perfect. And some of us decide we want to go to school. We're like, I want to go to school and experience forget that I of who I am so I can go to the school or school and just kind of play a game where I'm like, I forget who I am and I'm going to get hurt. I know I'm going to get hurt because I'm going to forget who I am. I'm going to take things personally, but really we're all here to go through this journey. And in that, those hurts and the challenges, if we stay in love, that's where we expand and remember who we are. And then once we remember who we are, 
it becomes fun instead of becoming scary and I don't feel safe and this next thing's happening in the world and this person hurt me again and this is happening. When it's like you start to see everything as a mirror and, and it, this isn't something that happens overnight. It's something that happens through, in my, in my opinion, accelerated through these beautiful daily journeys with the plant medicines because it's in the heart. When we're closed, when we can't forgive, when we're holding on to stories, when we repeat the same story over and over again of what happened to us, we're recreating the same event to show up again in our lives because yeah. whatever we focus on shows up in our life. That's a universal law. And this is the thing. There are universal laws. When I heard that, I was like, oh my God, I, I want to learn these universal laws. If you want to play a game? Wouldn't you want to know the rules of the game? And they're not like they're rules. They're just the way things work. Whatever you focus on, you will create in your life. If you focus on something over and over again, situations are going to show up to continue and produce the same result of what you're focusing on, which is really your belief. And so once we learn these things, we're like, how do we unprogram the stories, the hurt? Because most of what we have been, most of who we think we are, isn't who we are. You know, even when I'm wearing what I look like today, the way I do my hair, it's all because of what I've been looking and observing and what I like. But really, the more time we spend within, the more the true whoever we are comes out. And it doesn't become like, I feel like I need this style right now or I need that. It's just, it's not because of what we see. It's because of just how we feel. And yeah. it all just starts to come through us. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, <laughs> what is one thing you find people get wrong about cacao? Huh, well, it's interesting. Um, it's interesting the word wrong. <laughs> Because um, I feel as part of that evolution journey yep. that there, there's, there, there are just things that are, that, that are, that is, like it just is. And it's, and it's, it's funny. Some people are like, am I doing this wrong? It's so funny you say that because well, that's, that's one of the thing, number one right? questions I get. Am I doing this wrong? I want to honor Nothing happened this. or. Yeah, yeah. Or nothing happened. What's going on? Am I doing this wrong? Yeah. And that's part of our belief system that there is a right and a wrong. What if there was no wrong or right? So that's the expectation we have, right? We're like, something right. must happen. I feel like something didn't happen. So therefore I did it wrong. Right. And there's a journey. Cacao's here to help us to say, okay, notice the words we use, which sometimes create the reality, right? Nothing happened. Well, because I was wondering, am I going to do it wrong? Did I do it wrong? So yeah. it's, it creates. So it's like, what if it reminds me so much, I'm going to segue a little bit to, um, I think it was Wayne Dyer. He was saying that there's a beautiful tribe. I can't remember the name now. It's just escaped me that allowed for people to come and visit and, and observe them from a distance and then speak to, um, speak to, um, speak to them afterwards after observing. And they said to, um, to the tribe, they said, you know, we notice nobody's depressed here in your community. And they're like, okay, what does that mean? What do you mean? And they're like, well, well no one's depressed. It's so weird. We, we, we've been observing you guys for so long. We love, we love everything, but we have noticed that no one's depressed. Why, why is nobody depressed? Maybe you have a secret. And they're like, 
He's like, what? I don't even know what you mean. And he's like, well, how do you, what do you mean? You don't, you know, depressed. There wasn't even a word for depression in this tribe. Therefore there was no depression. Mm, they haven't labeled it. It's like, I might be upset because of this. I'm sad because of this, yes. but not having a word for it yes. doesn't, it doesn't exist. It's like wrong, right? There is no wrong. What it is, is what it is. What it is. It's yeah. So what if, what if maybe, and maybe it's the question is more sort of, is there a way to experience this cacao um, where my heart will um, will receive some messages, you know, some, something like that. Yeah. So, so the reason I asked this question is because of the fact that someone might just buy some ceremonial yeah. cacao. Yeah. Like, well, nothing happened. I must've did this wrong. We are so attuned to yeah. if, and when we do something wrong, right. The right and wrong of things. So, um, you know, have you ever heard, and I'm sure you have basically yes. of what you just said. It's just like, did I do it wrong? Should I have done this? Right? Like, what is it? So yes. I guess it's just the answer essentially is some people think they've done it wrong because they've labeled it with nothing happening and so much has happened and they've missed it. Yes. <laughs> There's always something happening. And I, I like yeah. to the analogy of going to the gym. Let's say you're like, okay, I'm going to do my 30 days at the gym. I'm excited. Today's day one. You come home and you're like, okay, I haven't really noticed anything on my body yet. It's day one, but is it happening? Of course it's oh, happening. Yes, it's happening. Day. But day one, most people are like nothing. I don't know. Like it, nothing really happened. So same with day one with cacao. I find most people have this high expectation a, because they assume, you know, there, there's a little bit of confusion around. Is it a psychedelic? Is it not? Is it like mushrooms? Is it like cannabis? Um, what's going to happen? Something's going to happen because if it's that sacred, something must really come through me. That's, that's profound. And there is always, if we actually sit in the stillness of the drinking, anything that comes to us, any thought, smell, memory, um, anything that comes to us is intentional. And with our heart open, sometimes we don't even know why. And it's just sending love to that thing. I often get, it's so interesting. I get kindergarten a lot. I'll be sitting in cacao oh. and I, there's this kid in kindergarten who I forgot about, who I just like, I'm remembering. And I'm like, this is so weird. Why am I thinking about this kid who I'm, you know, completely forgot about now I'm remembering this kid. And it's like, again, don't worry with the brain, just send love. Right. Just send love. Maybe I don't remember what happened. Maybe there was something with the kid. Maybe this kid in this moment in some other side of the world is needing love. Um, I don't know, but there's definitely everything is happening for a reason. Um, and it's, it's beautiful because yes, that is the number one question I get is, am I doing this wrong? And how do I make sure I'm honoring this plant? Um, and why, why did nothing happen to me at first? And I always say to them with like anything in life, especially, especially our spiritual work, you know, our spiritual work, because we are working like against the paradigm, the, this massive conditioning that's happened, right? It's that 98% of everything we think and say and do is a repeat. So when we try yeah. and bring some new thing that we want to do, the, the mind is like, no, oh my God, no, we don't want to do that. We're comfortable here doing this. What are you doing? And, and the mind, the monkey mind, that's why it's called the monkey mind. It's so true. Goes crazy. Tells you, you don't need to do that. You don't need to go to the gym. Today's day one. Okay. You did day one. That's it. Enough. Let's go back and have some, you know, Doritos on the couch and watch Netflix again, because we love that. 
That makes us feel right. good. Comfortable. The mind is constantly keeping us in the comfort zone. Yeah. Because the heart wants to express who we really are. The mind is accepted through looking around, observing the conditioning of a society that has been very much focused on a lot of the um, patriarchal masculine energy. Um, do, 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 stay out of your heart. That's not professional. Um, you know, intuition. Oh my God, you never bring intuition into the workplace. Like you stay, you know, that sort of mentality. Whereas now we're actually opening up and realizing that all of that is abundant in here. And the more we spend time in here, the more we step into that and we realize that it's that that creates abundance in this world. It's not right. the to-do lists and, you know, the systems and following the old ways we're seeing right now, the shift to this beautiful golden age where it seems like the whole world is falling apart and crumbling. Is that a good thing? Yes. In there, there that is a good thing because the systems are not working for the greater good of all. Right. Systems in politics, the systems in many of the religions, the systems in much of what's happening in the world, there's a lot of corruption that's happening. The systems might have been created for the greater good, but over time, the people in the systems, yeah. and what's been happening is they've been ruling from the low vibrations, the guilt, the shame, the control. And so we know that, especially the divine feminine. And this speaks to men too, because we all have masculine and feminine. So it's the divine feminine within each of us is rising. It's rising now. And what is the divine feminine? The divine feminine is intuition. It's love. It's calm. It's sharing. It's guiding. It's loving. The divine masculine is doing, protecting, getting things done. It's, it's the cool. movement. Right. And it's yeah. so when you bring the two within us, it's so beautiful, right? It's the merging of the two, the yin and the yang, right? Such a famous symbol. When we merge the divine masculine, the divine, not the masculine, the feminine, because today's masculine and feminine is a lot of ego driven and still control. It's the divine masculine, the divine feminine that comes from more time within remembering the love that we are bringing the love to the divine mass and divine feminine. There's not one that is more equal or more important than the other. They actually complement each other so beautifully that when we bring those two energies within us, that is when we are the happiest because not only are we being intuitive and we're feeling and we're sharing and we're flowing, but we're also moving and getting things done. And the, the masculine, because if you just sat around and had these goals all day long and meditated, there's, there's some, action that's required too. We are, we live in a physical world, a 3d exactly. world where yeah. both, you know, as above, so below it, it requires a divine masculine, and divine feminine, the sitting and flow and, and feeling and remembering and the getting the messages and taking action on those messages. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Great answer. So about you answer this, riddle me this, Judy, hmm. self-acceptance is Mm, self-acceptance is remembering that we are divine, that each one of us is divine, that I'm divine, that you and I are a mirror, that you are me, I am you. Self-acceptance is remembering that I am divine and that I've also forgotten that I'm divine. So it's loving myself in the forgetting and in the darkness, as well as the light. 
Great answer. No one's ever said that. Thank you. Um, how do you keep your mindset out of self-judgment on a daily basis? Today, you seem very vibrant, like just so open as you express, but different, right? So how do you keep your mindset out of self-judgment? I'm always asking myself with things that show up, you know, I'm always asking myself, um, how is it serving me? Because I do believe everything is divine all the time, all the time, even in the suffering. So even as something shows up that looks like a suffering or somebody lies to me or somebody says something that I know is not truthful, I, A, try and remember to just be still. Because once we react, we're in the old program. The reaction is the old program. So it's just be still. And just the first question, the first thing I say is, isn't this interesting? Because that keeps me from reacting. So I have this thing in my head, something happens. Well, isn't this interesting? And that keeps me from reacting. And it also keeps me in a positive question. Interesting. Even though it might be a really shitty thing that just showed up. Right. Something. I'm like, well, isn't this interesting? And I say that because it reminds me that I am part of the creator of what's happening. So isn't this interesting? Kind of like, oh, I've forgotten that I'm the creator. Isn't this interesting? And then how is this serving me? Right. And I always feel like everything that's showing up for me is serving me in some way, even though I may not know or understand, or I'm pissed off and I'm angry. I'm stuck in like, why is this happening? Which is important to be in because we're humans. And it's also important to learn this discipline of stopping and observing and just being in this place of, okay, before I react, let me get into my heart. Let me get into my heart. Cause right now it's probably the brain that's reacting. The brain is the process, the system. How do I normally react this way? Let me react the same way. And as we evolve, we want to get into the heart because the heart will always react through love. And sometimes it's not, you know, saying anything for a while. Sometimes it's not replying to that email for a day if it's something because I want to sit in my heart and it's incredible the difference sometimes even in let's say it's an email and something's really upset or it's a conversation someone's trying to have a conversation with me and I'm getting upset and it's like you know what I need to sit with this in my heart for a little bit and then we're going to have this conversation again and the conversation is completely different or the email is completely different and then if you can bring that love to the conversation like for instance, the email, I can either have this, somebody piss me off and I'm just so angry and I'm just going to be like, no, that's not right. Blah, 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 blah. And now I'm going to sit with this anger and this story probably for the rest of this day versus, okay, I'm going to sit in my heart and I'm actually going to close my eyes and feel into my heart. Cause if we don't close our eyes, there's all this other stuff we're looking at. Right. And we're just not really present to the feeling yeah. of what's happening. So that's really important. That's what cacao has really helped me too, is, is to be in my heart. And for some people, they can have their eyes open to do that. For me, it's my eyes closed. So I'm truly in my heart and I'm sitting and I'm quiet, especially when something triggers me. I do my very best wherever I can to just take a moment, excuse me for a moment. I need to sit, even if I have to go to like a public washroom or something and just be in my heart and feel into my heart so that I can just get some grounding in my heart, which is who we are. And from that place, the answer always comes. The answer could be, just letting it go. And sometimes it is letting it go or, or saying, you know what, let's agree to disagree. It's all good. Let's move forward versus ah, 
or whatever. And then now what's the rest of your day going to be like? You're going to have an amazing rest of the day because it's no longer in your tissues. It's no longer the story. It's like, we, we choose our reality and it can really be that simple instead of hanging on to, I remember when I was um, certified for um, NLP neuro-linguistic programming, the, the, the beautiful coach had an example of something. It's so amazing. She said, we're kind of like these humans who we have something happen to us. And then it's literally like this chair, this chair over here, she said, this chair over here happens to us. And then we literally pick up the chair and we walk around the world with this chair. And we're like, you see this chair over here? Let me tell you what happened with this chair over here. And everything's about the chair. And we tell this chair story all over again. When we could decide to leave the chair, the situation was a learning. Perhaps we can share the story if we really believe that we've gone into the learnings of it. Because the more we repeat the story, again, the more we're creating the same pattern. The situations in our life show up to create the same result of what we're focusing on. Yeah. And that reminds me a lot of like, what am I assuming? Mm. You know, asking myself, because when I say that, I notice that it triggers me to stop and recognize that I'm either triggered and all the things that come with it, you know? So it's like, okay, yep. But what am I assuming about this? Where's that judgment side really does kick in? Yes. Yes. And I'm, and I'm feeling right now too, into one more thing I'd love to share, which is has to do with what you're saying. Um, this self-acceptance you were, you were asking just now, self-acceptance and love. That is probably one of the most beautiful priorities that we can all bring as a gift to ourselves, because if we don't have the self-acceptance and love, then we will always have a story. We will be the victim. This person hurt me. And I'm hurt. I am this way because of this person. When the self-acceptance acceptance and love comes through and, and is really, how do, we, how do we build that up? How do we build that muscle and that remembering? It's by sitting alone, sitting with ourselves, literally falling in love with this journey back home to your heart. Because the journey that's not in your heart is the journey of being lost and the journey of being confused in this really what, what, what is a, what, what is meant to be a beautiful journey here in earth school. And when we're lost, we're hurt. We feel unsafe. We're confused versus when we're not. Um, so that if something should happen to us, when jump, not if, but when, because we're on a, we're here on a journey of evolution. We're here to learn as we raise in awareness, these different levels of awareness, there's new things that show up so that we can learn and experience ourselves again and again, just like school, right? There's new challenges in every grade. Same with consciousness. Every level has new challenges. So learning to love, or if, even if not love, but embrace the challenges, they will always be there because they are part of our experience of deciding, how am I going to deal with this? How am I going to be the best version of me, which is love in this situation? Right. And the more we bring that love, the challenges aren't as harsh, I find, or, or we don't see them as harsh because we see, we see them as either sometimes it's someone else projecting something onto us that has nothing to do with us, but yeah, we've taken this thing personally, um, but also something should happen to us where we feel like we're now unsafe. Something happens maybe in our marriage or somewhere. Um, if you have that self-love, that self-acceptance, Nothing can shake you. 
you will always feel safe. You will always feel loved and safe. And from, from a global place, from remembering that you are the creator, that you are, you can create anything here in this world that we've created, this 3D world called Earth School. What adjective could you use that starts with the first letter of your name to describe you and why? Wow. Oh my God. <gasps> That's so funny. The first word that came to me is juicy. Juicy, not for, although it can be kind of fun and sexual because that's all good too. Yeah, um, yeah. You know when something's juicy and it's like, oh, it feels so good and it tastes yeah. good and it's like probably juicy because I feel like I'm, I'm starting to really embrace life as juicy. Life itself is juicy. Um, and how, or even like, this is interesting. How can we see these challenges and how can this challenge become juicy to me? Juicy, I love that. Well, isn't that an interesting perspective? (laughs) Juicy. I really like that. This situation is juicy. I really like that. Even when it's like shitty, right? It's coming up. Oh yeah. This is so juicy. Imagine saying, isn't this juicy? And everyone around you talking about, and you're inviting the juiciness to show up. Absolutely. I love that. That's great. I'm going to try to use that today. (laughs) I love it. So- I want you to share with the listeners one piece of wisdom before you leave. Mm. Just some insight that anything that comes up for you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Uh, the first thing that's coming up for me is, is a story, but I'm going to respect the time. And we can say that for next time. It's a beautiful okay. story you can say for next time. Um you know what? It's, it's, it's simple. And yet it's so important. And that is for me, I found with, through eye connection, when you deeply stare into someone's eyes, whether it's someone who you feel is hurting you in a moment, an uncomfortable situation, maybe, or whether it's someone who's triggering you or whether it's a stranger, when we learn to be present in somebody's eyes, we can see beyond everyone's stories because we all are carrying around stories and beliefs that 99.9% of them we're going to be shedding over the next few years because there is a major shift and unraveling happening spiritually on this beautiful planet and those of us who are ready we are realizing that we are not anywhere near who we think we are title what we do for a living what we dress how we speak and so When we bring the presence in the eyes, when we're really present and almost speaking to them in silence, as they're speaking to us, like, you know, I I love you, or I see you, I appreciate you, whatever we're saying, we have to truly believe that that is being heard on the other side subconsciously, and that that is healing us in taking the time to do that. Because the more that we appreciate, we love, and even if somebody's triggering us and upset, just the look through even their pain, their stories, their suffering, their patterns, look into their, into the soul, the cosmic soul that has also agreed to forget temporarily who, who he or she is. And just look through that 
And it reminds me so much also of a shorter story, which I'm going to end with than the bigger one. And this is a story and I'm not a religious person, but I love, I love, I used to be very religious growing up. And so now listening to many of these scriptures are just, oh, to hear them from a place of love versus sometimes we were taught some of them through fear or control. And this one is the one of Jesus, um, the leper. Do you remember the story of Jesus and the leper? And um people have this idea that he healed the leper and what, and what this beautiful, what I believe this understanding was, is that Jesus looked into his eyes and saw beyond the leper, saw beyond his leprosy. And he received, he saw that Jesus saw his soul. And because he was able to experience himself as the perfect soul in that moment, he became just became a perfect soul. It was gone. Yeah. yeah. And so the presence of the eyes, I love that story. When I heard it explained that way by Marianne Williamson, a return to love. Um, she teaches a course in miracles, the presence being present in somebody's eyes, speaking to them, even when you're, you're silent, miracles will happen when you start to do that. Your children too. You know, miracles will happen. Strangers, everyone. Yeah. Great story. You know, just hearing that makes me think about what I do. To, I, I, I kind of stopped doing it a bit because my girls fight me. But when they are actually triggered and well, my oldest mainly when she's triggered and she's about to have a breakdown, I was going up to her and I'd be like looking at her and I'd <laughs> grab her face and I'd go like this to her eyes. I go, I see you. And I touch her ears. I'd squeeze them. I'd be like, I hear you. And I grab her arms and I'd be like, I feel you. And I go, see you, hear you, feel you. And I just squeeze her, just squeeze her. And she'd be like, ah, like, stop it. But like, end up laughing, Yes, yes. which changed yes. her state. And she so beautiful. And like, I kind of stopped doing, cause now it's like, oh, mom, like such a big deal. But, um, it's a wow. miracle or not a miracle. It's more like it's yes, amazing because it, it, yeah, kind she, of, because I really am staring into this child's eyes, telling her, I see, like, I, I understand what you're saying, but we're not doing it still, <laughs> still doing these things to her. So it made me think of that. Wow. Sophia, that's, that's, that's huge because not keep only doing it, eh? being present with her and showing her, I still love you. Like I love you. Nothing yeah. change but you're also shifting her meaning and story. You're getting her out into laughter, which is a higher consciousness. Whenever we laugh, we get into a higher place and you're getting from the story of I'm angry and this is happening to laughter. That's huge. That's yeah. so beautiful. So any parents out there listening, go up to your, yes. your littles, <laughs> just like, <laughs> you know, touch their eyes, squeeze their ears, <gasps> touch their arms and just change their state. Do it like five or six times until they start fighting you. <laughs> wow. Wow. Judy, thank you so much for this nourishing conversation. Before you go though, I want to know where do we get this ceremonial? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where do we get it? Like, can we get it from you? <laughs> You can, yes, I do have um, a brand. I bring in some paste from Ecuador and some um, powder and um, 
from Peru and some tea. So my website, Goddess Temple Cacao, for sure. Another beautiful thing, Sophia, is I've just recorded five really short little videos. So for anyone who's new and starting and is like, what do I do? You can get it. It's called, it's a free challenge, which you can sign up right on my website. You get it for free. It's called Break Up With Coffee and Awaken With Cacao. Um, However, if you don't drink coffee, get on there anyway, because really this much is about coffee and this much is about habits and just noticing, being observing and noticing our morning practice and what's another potential morning practice. So it's for 20 minutes, take you through for five days drinking together. So you have your cacao you get your cacao, you, we watch to, you watch the video, we drink together. And then after that, you know exactly how to continue to drink on your own and create that beautiful, sacred, ancestral morning practice over and over again in your life. That's beautiful. I love that you've created that. Wow. I'm going to leave all your details in the show notes. I really appreciate that you spent this time with us here on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of the beautiful ladies and gentlemen and anyone who's on this beautiful podcast and to yourself, Sophia, it's been such a pleasure to see you again. Yes. Beautiful presence. Thank you again. And thank you to everybody sending so much love and remembering that we are love. We are one big, beautiful family and things are shifting into a beautiful place. Don't ever forget that. And you are part of the shift and it's the love that's going to change it. It's the love, the remembering, and just gifting, giving love wherever we can. Oh, thank you. Thank you for sticking around to the end of the show. I hope you found so much value in the benefits of cacao and listening to Judy explain how we end up opening our hearts and falling more in love with ourselves and with self-acceptance. If you haven't yet done so, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and leave a rating review for our show. Every review counts and we appreciate all of you who tune in. Follow me on Instagram ladies at aim for you consulting or on LinkedIn at aim for you consulting. And ladies, aim for you ladies hashtag is active you know if you're on instagram facebook or linkedin use that hashtag aim the number four you ladies to showcase you living your best life or practicing self-love or just doing you i'd love to see more of what you're doing out there so use that hashtag aim for you ladies and until next week ladies continue to aim for you and be well